I think it's the tone and inflection that I use that works yes. best. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And that's better. And I am Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the wrapped up Willia. Uh, before we go into how everyone is, Al, what is a Willia? <laughs> a Willia <laughs> is someone who throws handfuls of wool or hair or hemp or flax, etc some sort of natural fiber onto the feed apparatus of a willying machine. <laughs> <laughs> willying. Uh, wonderful. Uh, part of the textile process. Um, how are we? What textiles have you been willying, uh, Brett? Is leather a textile? Yeah. I so. <laughs> skin. <laughs> skin. I've been dealing with skin. Uh, actually made a lot of... Yeah. I've made a lot of good progress and worked on... Leather is not um, a textile. All right, all right. Sorry. So I have been working be on the house. Am I going to actually talk, or are you guys just going to think of a new thing every 10 <laughs> seconds? It involves weaving, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Abbey weave. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. Yeah, it's going to be fibrous to be a textile, surely. Um, I mean, leather's pretty off. fibrous. I don't think that's the uh, defining characteristic of a textile. Yeah, but it's not made of interwoven fibers. Well, Correct. Yeah, interwoven. There you go. That's the thing. Uh, yeah, sorry. Brad, so, Steve, what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, yeah, Brett, what? what, what? Uh, we'll make it quick. So, I've been working on the little hatchet restoration for Miss Rachel Metz. Um, if anybody saw the little stories that I posted... She found a West German axe, stamped West German, on her property, just kind of buried in the sand. So it's been a bit of a stint since I've done any kind of tool rehandling or tool restoration. So simple little project, filmed a whole video on it, just kind of throwing out some what I've learned, what I've done wrong, and here's here's like best practices going forward. Um, I think I finished it up last night, actually. I, I think it's ready to be delivered and cut tested on some wood out here. So that's nice. nice. Uh, but amidst that, I've been jumping back and forth to the house because I'm just steadily making progress on these last remaining projects uh, before being able to get the sign off for the from the county. Uh, started working on a hot water heater the other day. Tankless hot water heater. Heads up. Plumbing is like kind of confusing but in a very simplistic way you're like right i need this pipe to go there but then it's all the things in between and you probably shouldn't have 15 pieces of kit connecting those because every single one of those is a leak <laughs> option yep. you know so like the more i was thinking about it the it was like okay i can go a 90 degree bend here and then a thing and then a thing and then it was like oh and if one of those leaks in line i'm sure i'll just jump between leaks all the way down the line i don't know Hopefully hook that up within the next few days. I think I've got everything prepared correctly. So I may actually have hot water for the first time uh, hey. since owning the place, which is exciting. I did get my Starlink package the other day. Ooh. Um, and I honestly, if it wasn't for our friend Alex, I don't know that I would have even been aware of Elon Musk's internet. Uh, but I actually did a quick test on it last night. It took about 30 seconds to hook it up. And the instruction, the instructions, air quotes, are an insert in the box, just like a paper insert that's like, here's the satellite dish thing. It's connected to your modem. Plug it into a wall. Run the app on your phone. That's the instructions on it. <laughs> Boom. And even the app is, is very simplistic. It just kind of does its own thing. But I did a speed test on it last night and was delighted because... Even if it's not that exciting to anybody else out here, my property is basically out in the middle of nowhere. And getting any kind of internet service out there is basically garbage and it's expensive for what you get, right? It's the it's the cost benefit analysis. So the Starlink thing is actually the same kind of operating cost, but my internet is better than everybody else's out here. Major uh make a ranch included. So that's really exciting to just I think next time we record, I will hopefully be doing it from the comfort 
of my little cabin. And that's fucking exciting. Uh, Yeah. So beyond that, finishing up all the other little bits and bobs as best I can. I'm trying to put a uh, set a couple of goals before the end of the year. See if I can accomplish them. But that's it for me. Nice. Uh, Al, what about you? What have you been up to? Um, So I did initially get fucking pinged for covid after spending the weekend last weekend building the um pavilion at my friends and then a few days later turns around and goes yeah i've got covid um (laughs) (laughs) so you need to either isolate or start doing tests and stuff yeah um luckily i think i've got away with it um so maybe the booster booster worked um yeah but i'm still doing tests just to make sure yeah um this weekend has been the first time in months that i've had basically like no commitments um i've actually had a day to myself um so i've been doing whatever the christmas equivalent of a spring clean is (laughs) yeah um like the house top to bottom every room like because i'm notorious for just piling shit up piling shit up piling shit up being busy piling shit up and then like eventually i'll be like now i need to clean it now i need to wash all my clothes and do like 10 loads of laundry and now i need to mm-hmm. like so, yeah it's almost like that's a metaphor uh, yeah it almost is Steve. Um, <laughs> and so that's been super satisfying and it means it can like it's like clear your head you know clear yeah. the clear the hack bench clear some space away um and then this morning i've started building the um carport in the driveway mm-hmm. so nice. i am able to work on uh the cars regardless of whatever snow bomb uh Dr. Weather is heading our way uh, in the next week or so. Um, so I've got all the materials, made up the plans, um, and they're just ready to rock on basically putting that. It's super simple, yeah. just like corrugated sheet, yeah. timber frame, um, just nice. essentially just to stop the rain. <laughs> Are you going for uh, clear corrugated? It's kind of blue tinted. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, still, yeah. like, yes. it will let light through. Light through, yes. Yeah. Brett? I would really like to start a tradition... Um, opposite spring cleaning where you, you kind of like put everything together and then at least in my upbringing it was always like donate the clothes you're not wearing anymore mm. and go go try and give things away or you know whatever thinning out. I would like winter because it's cold to just be burn everything season. Like you, <laughs> <laughs> you keep all those old notes and photos nice. you don't want anymore and all that material garbage and then you just light it on fire. I'm sure the plastic burning would be really good for the environment but it burns really hot <laughs> stays molten for a while let's start a tradition of burning things in the winter i get i mean i i've got i go through like i'd say a sketchbook a week at work um but it's all super confidential so there's yeah. nothing i can do with it and yeah. short of tearing every page out of a sketchbook and shredding it Basically, what I do is I have a I have a purge and then burn the sketchbooks. <laughs> <laughs> but they're great. It's like fuel. Um, yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's, it's satisfying. I'm starting to realize that this this is just setting us up for Squid Game. Everybody's got their <laughs> own. Everybody's got their own little oven. Ew, anywho, Steve, uh, what have you been uh, up to? Well, uh, Al, is is that is that it? Are you? Uh, oh, he's done. Uh, no, 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 he's done. done. Cool. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, uh, I wrapped up my uh, my my. <laughs> Very clever. Uh, speaking of burning stuff, um, we <laughs> we've been kind of like basically not not actually winding down, but just like finishing everything up for the year, getting the last of the orders sorted. Like pretty much anything that isn't already made and sent out isn't gonna be um, the last postal day for us in terms of um, the forge will be Tuesday. Um, so there might be a couple bits that we've got to put together uh, on Monday, but pretty much we're on the wind down now. Everything's going to be like, it's a case of starting to clean and tidy up. Um, and after like four years, I think, of me and Joe suggesting that we get a skip to put the uh, caravan in, uh, Al finally had a skip. Um, so I spent a morning uh, getting all of the rubbish that had been piled up inside the caravan out of it and then into the skip. And then had Jimmy join me for the afternoon with a sledgehammer and just completely dismantled. I mean, it was already. Oh, yeah, yeah. On its last legs, this caravan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was demolishing itself slowly. Yeah. Um, But it was quite good fun because we we got to, let's say, rip that apart. It was interesting seeing how that they're they're actually constructed. 
Um, and I've never known any kind of metal that will tear as easily as a caravan skin. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I then had to burn all of the uh, like the wood and everything that came out of it as well, because obviously we're not going to put that in a skip when we can just burn it. Um, but yeah, that that was some very nasty smoke coming off of there because it was oh. like basically OSB glue, a little bit of actual wood, and a lot of rat shit. Um, <laughs> so yeah, unlike, unlike can I just uh, plug? Uh, unlike the delicious smoke that comes off uh, the candles made by Jim at Anvil Art. Oh, have you got some? Yes, which is like a blacksmith flavored yeah. candle, and it smells yeah. like delicious swarf and bacon (laughs) (laughs) because the one of the one of the pleasures of of tidying up the house meant i could actually now put up the christmas decorations i've got a little um tv on the bar with a fireplace in it nice (laughs) crackling away uh and the little smoky smoky bacon blacksmith candle which is glorious Mm. i uh i must admit i keep meaning to get one of them but i've not done it yet so nice yeah i might see if i can get an order in um actually yeah saying that today i was doing some of the the christmas tree stuff as well uh so i've started decorating that um but yeah just kind of having a bit of a bit of a wind down trying to like clear up anything that's left uh hanging over at the end of the year um finishing up some some goals the uh the whole gym thing uh is is going well i was hoping to have hit my target by now but due to a couple of different reasons i've not uh but i'm basically on track the the idea is that i have one more session uh either monday or tuesday at the gym and then christmas eve i'm going down i'm just gonna smash in a, a double pre-workout and rack the weight right up and, and just go for it uh which i'm quite looking forward to because that'll be a really nice way to kind of end the year and it also means that christmas day i am not going to be doing anything other than putting my feet up and eating all the food and it's going to be great i mean has um, the gym not run out of weight plates yet there's, <laughs> there's a lot on that bar yeah it's it's getting there but the thing is is if i get up to the, the weight that i want to that's the whole of the the rear bars loaded up <laughs> and that that means that then if i want to go any heavier i've got to start loading on the front bars which i've not seen anyone else do yet so oh um, boy yeah um but yeah so getting that done and it's it's just nice. It kind of it it really feels this um this weekend has kind of felt like actually things are kind of starting to finish up and like getting like there's light at the end of the tunnel sort of thing. Um and I think like that's something that, that happens with a lot of, of projects is like I mean we've we all know what this year and last year have been like. Like it's it's felt fucking awful. And obviously with the the latest uh, variant that's come in, it doesn't look like things are going to get that much better, but it does feel like there is um, there is light at the end of the tunnel, and things are starting to kind of um, starting to be say um, sorted out. But people are, are kind of starting to get used to the what is the new normal, um, which just means that things can actually go ahead and things can be done in a in a good and safe way. Um, and I kind of feel like it, it's very similar when you're working on a uh, project. Like I know Jake did a video the other day of um, the ugly phase of, <laughs> of projects and like how you, you, you know, you get to the end and all of a sudden you start seeing, um, you, you start seeing that. I keep saying light at the end of the tunnel, but that's because I can't think of another fucking <laughs> metaphor or euphemism for it. Um, but yeah, you, know, you, you start seeing that, that end goal approaching and how, how much of a driver and, um, inspiration that is and it just like it even though you know you're not finished it feels like there is uh weight being lifted off and it's just a, a great stress reliever because it feels like you can start um not actually take your your foot off the gas but it feels like you know you're not having to go full steam all of the time constantly with no idea if it's going to get there you can actually start going okay just a little bit more and i'm actually done now Mm-hmm. I mean, using like metaphors like light at the end of the tunnel and the home straight and foot on the gas and all this stuff, yeah. it it feels very like um, you're trying to hit a target and it's linear. Mm. But at the start of the show, you were talking about winding down, yeah, and that feels like something totally different. So the 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 light at the end of the tunnel thing is stressful. It's like I have to get to it. Mm. 
and you were you were almost you know running a race getting to the finish line it's like uh, you're putting all your energy and all your effort to get to that finish line but yeah. winding down for me is a much more healthy approach to it mm. so almost like you're decelerating towards mm-hmm. towards the finish um and it's a lot calmer it's a lot more purposeful it's a lot more considered you're not going to mess up or make mistakes yeah and 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 if i if i know there's an opportunity to do that it makes it so much easier wrapping up wrapping something up yeah because i can i can i can slow down it's like this is this is the easy bit now more marathon less sprint sort of thing yeah and 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 and, and enjoy it and soak it on and actually um relish in the mm. fact that you're that you're coming to the end of something instead of that being the the, the panic to get yeah. it finished actually this is the part to enjoy it that makes me think of the whole um you know it's not about the destination it's about the journey uh i i have a habit of just getting overloaded which i i tend to just put on myself right if i write a checklist out which i do often um, and I try and get a sense of everything that I have to do, whatever that to-do list is, it's overwhelming. It's completely overwhelming because not everything's in the same path, right? So that light at the end of the tunnel is like, oh, you're just in one tunnel and you just got to get to the end. It's like, no, I don't know where the end of it is. And there's tree branches of tunnels everywhere mm-hmm. and everything kind of needs to be sorted out. And maybe it's my video game player aspect of my personality i have to go see what's in every tunnel because you never know if there's gonna be like a cat with a treasure (laughs) and a sword that you got to pick up that'll help you in the other tunnels right (laughs) so i i very often find myself like uh let's say over the last year or two i've been doing a better job of um prioritizing correctly yeah and this is something that came out of some conversations with again our buddy Alex, uh, I've known him for so many years and, you know, he runs his own company now and he's got employees and we were having talks about it when I was working at my office job in the city. And it was like, well, very often people that aren't either necessarily good at delegation or not good at prioritizing often will write out lists of things to do for the team or for the company or even for themselves. But everything becomes a priority one. And everything's important, right? Everything's got a timeline on it, but everything's also priority one. And that doesn't, that can't make sense, right? You have to be able to put things in some type of beneficial order. And for me, it's been a lot about, uh, you know, whatever this metaphor of this endless tunnel system that I'm talking about, it's about just getting more weight off my back. Right. I I have all of these things kind of burdening me. And I'm sure a lot of people are used to this. You just you feel like you carry a lot of the to do's on you, because even if you're working on something else, my brain is always working on whatever the next step is that I have to do. Same thing on projects. I know that I got to get to the other thing. You know, what's the best way to optimize my time so that I can handle all of these things? So for me, it's become uh, like getting better at prioritizing. Where where is my time actually going? And how is that going to benefit whatever the next step is? So if it has to do with life and say like the house or the little hatchet project where I was working on it and went, you know what, if I'm going to oil up the handle, maybe I could do that here. And while it's soaking in, I can go do this other thing. Just yeah. little small moments like that where you realize you you optimize the time and then you don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I quite like the fact that we're all coming up with our own little... <laughs> metaphors of of what this this thing is like and i think for me like this time of year is it's always a bit of a funny time of year for me anyway um but i i kind of i guess the light at the end of the tunnel thing i i completely see what both of you are saying like it's it, it sounds almost like a bit of a stressful thing i think after the way that you've both put it the best way that i can come up with it for me is it's like you're on a really fucking long car journey and this is coming up to a rest stop this is coming up to Gloucester services and it's like right fuck oh, it i'm gonna pull over and i'm oh. gonna have a pork pie and a scotch egg and um and like it, it's one of those things where yes you can like if you just need to fuel up the car and have a piss you can do that anyway you know you can pull into a random um petrol station you can fuel up go for a piss get a bottle of water, get back on the road and go. Or you can go, actually, I'm going to 
I'm going to take an actual break and you can pull in, you can have, you know, your um, fucking amazing delicatessen food from Gloucester Services, or you could have a, a shitty Burger King or a KFC or whatever. Like you can actually take that time to, to stop and fuel up. And, and the beauty of doing that is the fact that it means it's going to mean that you don't need to stop uh, quite so quickly, like further on the journey. Like if you, mm. if you jump in and you just chuck a tenner's worth of fuel in, grab a bottle of water, jump in the car and go, then, you know, an hour down the road, you're going to need to stop again. Whereas mm. if you pull in and you, you, you just, you switch the engine off, you let it cool down, you have a, a five minute power nap or whatever, and you actually relax, then it means you can, you're, you know, the, the rest of the journey is going to go smoother. Um, Cause I think all too often people kind of go, all right, okay, well, yes, it's Christmas, but I've got to go and see this person. I've got to do this. 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 And they have this huge list of stuff that they've got to do. And like, it, it might be seeing people, it might be doing projects, it might be doing whatever, but then they don't allow themselves enough time to, uh, to look after themselves. Mm. Um, uh, and especially at this time of year, it can be quite difficult for people to do that. Um, and I think it is a really important thing to do because it, this is the perfect opportunity to do it. Everyone is pretty much everyone is off this time of year anyway. Um, and it just, I think using this time as kind of a recovery period is really important. Um, I mean, I the, like there's a, a gym analogy about recovery periods is in there as well, but I think everyone knows that recovery is good and we all need to do it sometimes. I mean, just, just thinking about that then and, and you talking about that recovery and that time and stuff. Um, for me, I think it's actually going to be the opposite. So I'm waiting until Christmas so I can start. Because <laughs> um, it's been so, I don't know what it is about this year, but I've just got, I've had no time to do anything. Yeah. Um, and like I've, I've not been able to take like many holidays and stuff um, just because we're so busy. Uh, so I'm I'm literally waiting until the you know one o'clock on Christmas Eve when <laughs> when, <laughs> when we down tools yeah. and then I'm actually going to pick up tools yeah and that's when I can actually really like knock it up a gear and and, and accelerate um so so for me winding down is actually it's a transition mm. so it's winding down one thing so I can pick up another thing yeah because I can't sustain both at the same time at the minute. Yeah. Um, it's 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 asking too much of me, um, so yeah. There's 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 a weird part of me that's actually looking forward to winding up, yeah, <laughs> um, and, and yeah, and really getting going. So that 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 and and everyone's asking me like, oh, what are you doing for Christmas? What are you doing for Christmas? As if the answer is going to be, oh, I'm going to sit around and eat cake <laughs> and, and, and see all my relatives and and yeah. hate every minute I spend with them. It's like, no, I'm going to fucking <laughs> I'm going to get cracking. Is what I'm yeah. going to do. Oddly enough, I know my personality kind of caters to this, but with everybody going, oh, are you going anywhere for Christmas? You travel home? No, I'm genuinely using this in the exact same way, Al. Everybody else is busy. They're all they're all going to hang out and eat and party and stuff. And I'm going to go like hook up a water heater and try and build a kitchen and maybe hook up a garbage disposal to my sink. Yeah, those are all very exciting things, and it's because everybody else is busy. So I feel like I'm just being ultra productive, but I think that's just uh, that's based on the fact that no one else is doing anything and they're all just hanging yeah. out and relaxing. Good for them. It's great for me. It's it's a really beneficial time for everybody to just fuck off and let me work on my stuff. Uh, again, then, that's that's trying not to be such like a Scrooge about it, but it's more. No, how is that Scrooge? Yeah, I, I you, you're not like... stealing Christmas from anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I think to be fair, like that's that ties into what I said. Like, if that's your recovery, if that's your mm. way of of getting other stuff off your off your brain, like you, so you can finish those projects, you can do those things. Because one of the things that I'm going to be doing is uh, I'm going to be finishing the the work that I did on the Land Rover because I've just mm. not had opportunity to do it mm. um, because I need a good weather because is it's outside. Build a and, car park. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the time as well and. As soon as I've uh, finished the Land Rover, then I can then clear out the garage, which means I can then do this, which means I can then do that. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to be using part of that that, uh, that down period mm. as 
an opportunity to do work in the house. Um, and that, that's kind of one of the things I, I think I mean is like, it's not necessarily a case of, um, of stopping and sitting on your ass and doing nothing, but watching Christmas films. Like it's, it's about doing what you need to do um, and being a little bit selfish. And I think like, it, it's such a weird thing. Like this time of year is, and I, I love the, the kind of um, the festive spirit. And I think I talked about it uh, either last year or the year before how much it annoys me that people can't be like that all the time and like have some love for their fellow man. <laughs> yeah. But like they only seem to do it at Christmas. Um, but again, part of it is is being able to say, actually, I need to do this for me. And that might be working on something in the hack shack. It might be wiring up a um, wiring up, plumbing in a water heater. It, it might be fixing the Land Rover. Well, yeah, I suppose it's electric to it. Um, it might be whatever, but it's, it's doing whatever you need to do to, mm -hmm. to get yourself back on track. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, using that time wisely, but at the same time realizing that you don't, you don't need to be hundred percent productive all the time. Cause I am 100%. I'm going to spend a couple of days sat doing fuck all, but eating quality street <laughs> at mum and dad's and playing with the dogs. And that's going to be it. Like, because fuck it i i want to it it and i'm not going to feel guilty about doing it because i've worked my ass off all year i'm i'm allowed to have a a bit of downtime um so yeah and i think i think it's just important to to remember that it's it's okay to be a little bit selfish at this time of year mm -hmm. i mean we, we, um this morning was the uh chris tingle service i don't know if you have chris tingle in the states brett it's like a um a specific sort of i want to say catholic um ceremony around christmas where you have like an orange and you put a candle in it and it all represents these different things and something to do with jesus i don't know i've never heard about your weird the, the, they used to do it um it's to do with gaudete the fourth the third sunday of uh, oh, advent oh. what jesus i've never heard of any of this chris tingle it's no. like it's like an orange with a chris candle kringle in it. chris and, it, and it's the chris orange kringle? is the world and it has a little ribbon around it anyway um <laughs> Is so this a northern I, thing? No, it's it's. I think it's a specific denomination of, of uh, Catholicism. Okay. I don't know. Um, and I I I had completely forgotten about this for yeah thirty five years. You know, I've, I've I've not done this since I was a kid. Um, but we did it for we basically we take the scouts to church service. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Because um, they give us money, so we have to pretend that we like Jesus. Um, and <laughs> basically, there was the, the only people there were scouts and like. 90 year olds yeah you know and it just got me thinking about like community and what the purpose of a church was mm. upon the time it was, it was it was it was helping each other out telling stories being there for one another support you know morals values lessons and stuff and i was just like this would be fucking great if it wasn't for all the the, the jesusy stuff do you know what i mean if yeah. this was just if this was just a really nice safe space for people in the community to come and you know talk about people's birthdays um celebrate someone's life if they've passed uh yeah have a cup of tea you know sing yeah. a few songs tell some stories and i was like there, there isn't there isn't anywhere there isn't anything like that yeah. unless Not you like believe a, in god a or god b yeah. um and it was just it was this kind of this 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 culmination of the year and they were talking about like wrapping up the year and obviously you know, the end of the year is a big part of the the Christian calendar for, yeah. for, for obvious reasons, um, and and they're, they're all talking about you know how long of a year it's been and how difficult it's been and get you know getting to the end of it and all this and all this kind of closure and and uh, I was just thinking well we're, we're going to do it again yeah <laughs> it's like it's not like we're getting off the ride the ride is the ride is still going yeah um, and it it obviously is a bit like hardwired into us to have these sort of cycles. And to be able to go, expend lots of energy, get to the end and relax, and then yeah. start again and do it all again. It just happens to be that there are certain dates, yeah, or certain you know get get to Friday. Everyone, everyone's I was banging on about like Friday feeling and stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're gonna have to do it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, I I quite like that uh, that kind of point you made about the 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 sense of community from it because I was weirdly enough I was walking the dog. Um, uh yesterday last night and um that is weird it, i know very weird 
but like I, I love the village and at the moment the village looks beautiful because it's all nice and, and foggy and cold and brilliant um, and there's a few events that are coming up in the village that are going to be really nice as well so um, there's the fact that there's you know there's going to be the uh, carols in the square there's going to be um, a couple of, of Christmas based ones there's going to be the wassail and and, and um, uh, New Year's Eve um, Dougie will probably be out with his bagpipes in the square as well and like it's it's really really nice doing these things and I was thinking about the fact that it's um, like why do these only happen um, at this time and one of the things that I'm quite looking forward to is the fact that yeah because I'm going to be off for two weeks <laughs> where I'm not going like I'm I'm going to be going up to Leeds to see Johnny at some point um, but other than that I'm probably not going to be leaving the village that much like I'm not planning on going away or anything um, and I'm quite looking forward to being able to to use the village shops and mm. go to the butchers and kind of regain that sense of community. Um, and I, I think it's, and I realize I'm going to complete tangent here, but I think one <laughs> of the the reasons like the the whole village community thing has, um, has started to fall apart is because, you know, 30 years ago, generally it was one person in the household was, was working and the other person had time like was was at home doing housework and going out and doing things in the village and you'd get home and there would be stuff to do and there would be that kind of community whether it was like the the wi or the men's shed or whatever but like there was those things that you could do um whereas now generally even in like family households both both people are working um it's, it's very rare that you get someone that's um it's not having to work a full-time <laughs> job to make ends meet and i think that's why you don't get as much of this uh, community stuff going on and i think the the idea of um of having something like you say like those those sort of hubs like a, a secular church hall or something like that is really important but i think that's to loop it back around to the making topic mm -hmm. i think that's where things like maker spaces and stuff like that come into their own mm -hmm. because it gives you that ability to have that kind of sense of community and i think like things like um in our church, uh, village hall they're doing uh next year they're gonna be doing some like pottery classes and oh, nice. some other other little things like that um and yeah i think those are kind of not replacing that sense of community but but they're being it's really good because they're able to they enable that sense of of community with um with your fellow people i mean I, that, that that was the exact thought that was going through my head this morning i was sat in this church going there's 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 a lot of money here there's, there's a lot of space yeah there's a lot of um resources and and opportunities um what what would be the equivalent yeah. of a non-denominational you know community hub and yeah. I, I genuinely was thinking is it what we're, we want to do as as creatives yeah. and as makers um and then i, and I like stopped myself because it just sounded really fucking arrogant like we're creating some <laughs> sort of church church yeah. and making or something um but you know but maybe it is maybe that maybe yeah. that's what's needed maybe you need the the, the hammer in you know yeah. or or whatever the the woodworking equivalent of a hammer in is um just saw off saw off <laughs> yeah um just to get to get that kind of um that goal and that target and i and yeah. i do i do think calendar dates are a really important part of it yeah i i was always um overwhelmed by like like similar to your village mentality steve the uh, in in France, they'd have real community kind of yeah. calendar dates, and then I experienced it a couple of years ago in in Barcelona as well. Um, the San Juan Festival, I think I talked mm. about it on the show. Um, just this, there's the whole village just completely down in tools, and yeah. they've they've been building up for it for for for, for God knows how long. Um, uh, like pooling resources, you know, like gathering all their booze together and yeah gathering all their fireworks together and saving up for you know big hog roasts and stuff so i think i think there's something the although we have gone off on a tangent i think there is something linking those um the wrapping up of, of something or the the, yeah. the 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 deadline and and community yeah because i think if we if, if more than one person feels it you can kind of help out and chip in yeah whereas if it's a personal like stressful deadline that you've got and you're panicking and you're trying to meet it feels like Wait, the world on your shoulders, kind of thing. So I, I like yeah. the link between the two. Oh nice. man, I don't yeah. even know how I'm going to bring this back to what I was going to talk about. <laughs> no, it's fine. Steve I mean, it's on a tangent. <laughs> well, now we've opened the can of worms into 
uh, the church community and, and well, the I think small it's, village aspect of things. Like that that idea of shared goals, though. Mm, like there that's, we go. Yeah, okay, that's that's brilliant, Steve. Hey, nice segue. So, He's I bad. wanted to actually that's what I'm here for. I, I wanted to jump onto the comment that Al made, where uh, you know it was like, oh, all this expense of energy, and then we're done, or we end the year, or whatever, and we're gonna do it again, right? It's cyclical. Like we'll find the next thing to get enthusiastic about, and when it comes to uh, when it comes to these projects and, and um, you know, goals that you set for yourself, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's my own opinion, but I don't like thinking about it that there's ever going to be a done or there, there's ever going to be the end of whatever this journey is, right? So <laughs> the idea of a checklist or the idea of reaching your goals, there's just going to be the next goal. Steve, you're going to end up, pushing some weight and being really, really happy with the achievement. But I can only assume that you're going to go, okay, what's the next thing? Yeah. Well, yeah. I've already got the next goal in mind and I'm working towards it whilst finishing this one off. Right. If, if something like the community, if, if you had a group of people in the same um, kind of headspace, like less based on the theology or, or this common, common space of religion, um, if if we all started paying a little bit more attention to the fact that there's going to be a next thing or there's going to be an evolution in, uh, I don't know, the way that we approach building the community or working on projects or, or what have you, I think we'd all be a little bit better off because call it the instant gratification thing of nowadays, but it always seems like people are pushing for this, like, then I'll be good yeah. or then I'll be done then my work will be over then i can relax yeah that's not a reasonable thing that line will just continue moving forward because that's how fucking life works <laughs> and yeah i'm reiterating but i feel like if more people were aware of that it's not like hey if you bust your ass 80 hours this week to get this deadline worker we're gonna be great and i'll give you a christmas bonus and you're like cool so burnout and then Two weeks from now, when I come back to work, you're going to go, you know what first quarter means? Lots of work. Yeah. So everything is just a moving of the bar a little bit forward. Yeah. Um, but it never actually seems to be like this celebration of of achieving those markers, not necessarily goals, but like those milestones. Move a little bit forward. If you have the community involved with you and everybody was mindful of, hey, by the end of the year, you know what we could do? We want to raise money for the local place that's going to put on pottery classes. You you could put a goal and everyone could dump their money in at the end of the year. And you're like, yeah, you had all year to do it, but whatever. Yeah. We're all human. We're going to remember that <laughs> there's yeah. a deadline at some point in the future. I, I just feel like there's, there's less um, mindfulness or, or people should be more mindful of the fact that that bar, that line in the sand will constantly move. Whatever that goal is, be it individual or community based, it's going to cycle and there's going yeah. to be whatever the next thing is. But at the same time, I think it's, it is important to, to celebrate those, those little wins, those little victories, because otherwise you get to this point where it's like, well, what's the fucking point? Why, why do I even bother? Because, you know, it doesn't matter <laughs> what I do. It's only going to be more and more. Yeah. And, more. Yeah. and, um, and yeah, so I, but I do, I hundred percent agree that it's, it's never, all right, that's it. I've I've achieved this one goal. Therefore, I never have to do anything again. It's, <laughs> and relax. <laughs> yeah, like it it is a um, it is a balancing act between those those two points. And I think it's it's an interesting one. Like that that whole thing of of shared goals and shared achievements. I think that's a really interesting one because that. It, it, it was only when Al started saying about it that I started really thinking because it, it is true. Like if that, the, the, the goal that I've set myself in the gym, that matters to nobody but me. I'm going to be happy about it. But if I, you know, if I achieve that goal and I turn around to Al and go, you know what? I'm going to take a week off of work and celebrate because I've hit a target. He's going to tell me to fuck off. But <laughs> if it's a case of, 
we've had a really fucking good year. It's got to the end of the year. It's it's Christmas. It's New Year's, whatever. Um, and I say, we've had a really good year. I'm taking a week off to celebrate. You're like, yeah, no, I think we all should because it's a shared goal. And it, it's this weird thing of, of, of shared goals. And I think potentially that's one of the reasons why, um, like something like the Wassail, um, to like use that as an example, the reason that was such a big part of village life is because it was the shared goal was a good harvest for that mm-hmm. year. Um, and like the same with a lot of the, um, the pagan and, and Christian um, festivals as well. A lot of them are about harvest and about the certain time of year and what's going on at that time of year with regards to food production. Because obviously back then, everyone in the village, like ev- basically pretty much everyone's role was geared towards food production. It's only been the last few hundred years or a couple hundred years that we've been able to move away from 90% of the population being involved in food production. Um, and so we don't have those goals. So in, we're, we're still trying to find ways of finding these, these common goals. I mean, and it can be little micro goals. It can be little things like, um, like Kickstarters, for example, like, a Kickstarter is a shared goal because when it, you know, even if it's a small investment that you're putting into it, when that thing comes up and that that goal is achieved, everyone that's on that Kickstarter feels great. Like I, I um, I joined into the uh, the Goon, the the comic book, the Goon. Um, they had a Kickstarter going for them to produce a film, and well, sorry, they had a Kickstarter going to pay for them to produce a like a sizzle reel for taking to a, a production pitch, company. Yeah, yeah to to put this film into production um and i got to see the scissor reel and it was fucking great and it was really good i'm like i was like yes we've achieved the thing like and it was that that sense of um shared celebration because much the same as like a problem shared is a problem halved uh, a a goal shared is a goal double double achievement doubled <laughs> there you go. um but you know like sharing those Sharing bad things makes bad things smaller. Sharing good things makes good things bigger and better. And that is fucking spiffing. Uh Al, have you got an order? Yeah. Where's it? It's sub. Sab, which means I'm first, and I uh, I just said to the guys, I have been really bad at consuming media and doing things this week, so I don't really have anyone to spiff, but one of the few bits of media that I have managed to consume is, uh, is not the new season of The Witcher, but a couple of the interviews of Henry Cavill when he's been yes. collecting the people on set about... He's a Different. fucking nerd. Yeah, he's <laughs> such a fucking nerd, and I love him so much for it. Um, but yeah, if you uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go on YouTube and just put Henry Cavill uh, correcting people on set, and you just see him just being like, "No, but that's that's the thing from this other thing, and it should be here, and this is like this." And he he knows it all because he is genuinely a nerd. I mean, I think we've we've talked about before the fact that he. He nearly missed the role of playing Superman because he was uh, he was too busy playing World of Warcraft um, <laughs> and didn't answer the phone call or something like that. It was fucking ridiculous. But um, but yeah, uh, just just that Henry Cavill because it, it's really wholesome and made me happy on the inside. Have you guys um, both watched The Witcher? Uh, um, not halfway second season. Through, yet. Halfway through series one. Okay. I haven't yeah. even started. I, I don't know. It's good. Okay. It is really good. It it requires a little bit of actual paying attention to because unless you know that it's jumping timelines, it's really confusing. Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, it's Speaking of, uh, yes, Al. Um, paying attention, jumping timelines, um, and things which are coming to a close. I'm about eight years late to the Attack on Titan uh, gravy train. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um and it's the final season right now. Mm-hmm. Um and so the basically the second part of the final season is airing in January. Um and 
you have to pay attention to this show because there's so much law and so many rules and so many weird bits of mythology. And then they just decided on the final season to start jumping around in the timeline. Yeah. And there's there's parts of the story in the past, there's parts of the story in the future, there's parts of the story in the present, but they don't tee it up. You've just got to really pay attention <laughs> whilst reading subtitles and yeah. in this bizarre world of like giants and, and kind of quasi-medieval technology. Um, but it's a great show. Uh, it's unique and interesting and reminds me of a recurring nightmare I used to have a child about this giant with no skin that used to chase me around. Yeah, and essentially was Attack on Titan, and I just I, I I don't know. I obviously never read the manga as a kid because yeah. <laughs> um, it was probably twenty years too early. Uh, but it's a really good show. Uh, I suggest you do what I did and just get a free trial to Crunchyroll, which is where yes. all the manga is, um, yeah. and you can just watch whatever you want for however long the trial lasts. Yeah. Um, but yes, Attack on Titan, very good. I've not read the manga, but I'm assuming it's just as bonkers. But the anime yes. is fantastic. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, and they did yeah, a good job. The uh, Attack on Titan's been like it's one of those that I've got loads of friends that um, that always been like, oh, you definitely need to watch, definitely need to watch it. And I just, I've but now's the perfect time because yeah. it's ending. So now yeah. you can watch the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of having to wait eight years. And, <laughs> and with... if you've never, if you've never watched it, just be ready to really enjoy the intro of the first season, and then, and then they change in it. typical fashion. Oh. They yeah. change it season two and the intro. Why is it not good. rock anymore? <laughs> Um, but yeah, and I've been getting loads of adverts on uh, YouTube for Crunchyroll as well, so maybe I should. Uh, Everything is on there. Brett, what about you? I am going to go with what? What? How have we done this? Al did a an, an anime series. Steve did. Who's just Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill. <laughs> Henry Cavill. All right, I'm going to go with an indie video game, and of totally fits the theme, right? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I took a shot in the dark. I don't know a week ago, and just was searching around on the on the Switch platform because I really like decompressing. Um, with the days getting or the days are shorter now, and it's hmm. just pretty fucking cold at night. So if I'm working hard during the day and like really trying to optimize my light. I want to really decompress with a video game. Anyway, the shot in the dark was I got an indie game called Death's Door on Switch. And seriously, if you're a video game person and you you enjoy them for the aspects of the adventure and the stories that they tell and even the nuance of like, don't make me sit through a tutorial for the first hour of the game because this is boring mm. i'm not starting like all of those little details of not making you wait too long not making you read too much no completely spoon-fed exposition that game was fucking brilliant and I, <laughs> I think i beat it in 12 hours or something like that because like, it yeah. keeps track of your gameplay and i got a hundred percent completion <laughs> which there's a lot of extra stuff to do but one of the most enjoyable video games I have played in, I can't remember how long. And it's indie game. Like the credits of it was two minutes because there's just not a lot of people working. <laughs> so you like there's two people. Yeah. So you want to talk about like, I don't know, wrapping things up or, or feeling like those shared achievements. Usually really good games come with a really huge staff and lots of money, but I've, I've been more and more intrigued by this idea of finding these indie game developers, seeing what they're up to. And you know, the, the games that they make on all these platforms are usually a bit more affordable because their overheads, not so much. So anyway, took a shot on death's door. Holy crap. It's on a bunch of different platforms like PlayStation, Xbox, and Steam, that and was all going to be my things. next question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I just if if you've got some extra time, like I said, it only took me a few over uh, or a few hours to really complete the entire thing. It's such an enjoyable time. Yeah. And it just felt like a creative project that I was able to to share the enjoyment of almost with this small team. You know. Yeah. So saying that, have you? Uh, no, I. I sorry, listeners, but I want to talk to Brett about games now. Uh, <laughs> have you played Ori in the Blind Forest yet? Oh yeah, and <laughs> Willow of the Wisps. I yeah, played the other one. Both I amazing. played that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's a reason they won tons of awards. Yeah, they 
rightly should have. Yeah, I remember when it first came out. I can't remember who it was. It was one of my friends, like, messaged me. was like, have you played this yet? I was like, no, it doesn't, like, doesn't interest me that much. I was like, no, give it, give it a go. Try it. I was like, okay. Played it. And just within the first, like, three seconds of actually being there, I was like, oh, this is beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, just, just for the, the last little button on, um, video game stuff. If you're a person that likes hollow Knight, that yes. also won a bunch of awards and everything like that. Great. You're a masochist. Enjoy hating <laughs> your video game playing experience and yeah. feeling good about very small achievements. Yeah. Everything that Ori and also this death's door spiff is like achievements are good the more you pay attention yeah. good the more yeah. exploration you do good yeah i i started playing uh because hollow knight's on the xbox as well now and uh <laughs> fuck that game <laughs> i started playing it the other day i was like oh i've remembered why i don't like this game anymore nope um yes uh is there any other business do you want to let people watch know Spider-Man. okay what's Spider-Man? you want to let people know when they'll hear us now yes yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so watch Spider Man. Also, I know we said it last week, but watch Hawkeye because Al was right. Um, and yes, uh, we are going to take a bit of a Christmas well, I say Christmas, a, a, an end of year break. Um, basically, because I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to do it for a couple of weeks. I want to, I don't know where I'm going to be. I'm just going to be all over the place. I'm going to be unpredictable, like a bouncy ball in a sphere. I don't know where that was going with that one. This <laughs> is a terrible alliteration that meant nothing. But when we when we were um when we were younger, there was a like a a set of like outdoor escalators that were under a cover in town. So it was basically just this big fuck off um slope that was like covered over but had open ends. And uh we would quite often stand like a couple of us would stand at the top with bouncy balls, like the little rubber bouncy balls. Throw them at the stairs as hard as you can, and they'd bounce all over the place, and the person at the end had to try and catch them. And it was great because you never knew where they were going to land, and you'd always just try and get it to bounce and hit them in the face. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we didn't have a lot to do when we were younger. It was very boring around here. Um, so... I hope everybody's still listening. <laughs> Uh, so if you want to find us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moontra Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. Oh, Hack Shack. Let's go. That Christmas you want there for you. Fucking beautiful. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's it. If you want to find us as a group, um, Fools with Tools or FWT Podcast everywhere. Uh, we will be back in the new year at some point. Um, so yeah, until then, we love you. Have a good time. Enjoy your time off. Do whatever the fuck makes you happy. Bye. Bye. I like that we wave.